This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. morning everybody how y'all doing out there this is shannon davis and you're tuning into a live broadcast here on omega man radio network well we're not officially back until january 1 with our guests but i made a promise to the lord that i was going to get back on track and begin to do speak my word every day so here to keep my end of the the deal praise the lord and it's always an honor to serve the lord and read his word uh this is not drudgery Uh, We renew our mind through the hearing of God's Word. You know, there's a lot of people talking about, as they get older, they're worried about dementia and Alzheimer's and all the rest, forgetting things. Well, not a good idea to eat uh, seed oils. That can bring that stuff on. But aside from that, let's say you've done everything you could do what is the answer? Well, it's not going to be found in science. It's found in the Word of God. I was thinking about that today. It says, we renew our mind to the hearing of God's Word. What's to renew? Make anew. Refresh it. Of course, faith also cometh by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. I need more faith. How about you? A lot of benefits for being in the Word of God. And again, uh, I am all for nutrition. Uh, That is one of the uh, hats that I wear. Nutritional supplement formulator. Yeah, Mega Man had a job before Mega Man Radio. Many jobs and many hats. And I had an international company. I did very well in the uh, herbal supplements arena. And uh, I was formulating products 20 years ago. Uh, We've had two big wins in history. And I'm hoping for another win when the Lord provides that fresh idea. But uh, 
Yeah, I know a thing or two about supplements. Uh, and I, I give the thanks to my mother, Katrina, who uh, brought me up uh, around that, always talking about Shackley that she was involved in and, you know, cutting-edge vitamin supplementation. So I latched on to it a long time ago. And uh, I do believe in uh, taking some high-quality nutritional supplements. Oh, yes. I've probably forgotten more than most people uh, know. I have people come to me and, you know, hey, take a look at this. Yeah, I did back in 2003. <laughs> Not bragging, just saying. I've been there and done that a long time ago. And um, haven't been into it for a while, many years. Uh, but I'm back, and it's coming back to me. And um, praise God, we're, go- we're starting a venture, uh, and we're going to come out with a natokinase product uh, in first quarter God willing uh, it's in production as we speak and hoping to build like a tent company that we can use it to uh, finance ministry because we need some finances do some things I want to do and praise the Lord God can make it happen if he's for us who can be against us but this program isn't about that Uh, and so I just want to say yeah I do agree Uh, supplements can help change your diet can help exercise the rest when it comes down to it there's nothing better than the Word of God. What are you going to do if you're insane? There's some people that are insane out there. Schizoid. Uh, you know, insanity. It's a spirit. It wants to gain entry into your mind and mind too. Looking for you to get in. It wants to control you. Grip you. What are you going to do about that? Well, deliverance, certainly. And then... We also renew our mind, once again, with what the Word of God. Uh, Because we can put a lot of bad things into our mind. And we probably have. I know I have. Images, movies. I've seen thousands of movies. Music. Things that you wish you hadn't seen after the fact. And I've come to the uh, conclusion that probably 99% of any movie that I've ever seen had no redeeming value. I would have been better off not to have seen the movies. And I don't go out and looking for horror movies, things like that, but just mainstream, you know, movies. Um, the, you'll, you'll walk away there uh, polluted if you're not careful. And what are you going to do? How are you going to clean up that mess? Got to get in the Word. Renew our mind through the hearing, reading of God's Word. So praise God. And it's, of course, our sword of the Spirit. Part of the armor that we're to put on. It's our offensive weapon um, against spirits. These are not flesh and blood. These are spiritual entities that have the power to kill, steal, and destroy. We're in a war, and we need weapons to fight back. Who would go into a war without armor and weapons? You'd be a sitting duck and you'd be dead meat. Well, God doesn't want us to be dead meat in this war that we find ourselves all in. Um, so praise the Lord for his word. His word endureth forever. Amen. Hey, it's great to be back with you. And um, we've taken a break. I needed it to uh, deal with some issues that I had that I need to get um turned around one was my health 
and uh, another get my brain screwed on, work on some tent company ideas so we can try to generate some revenue, fund some things we want to do in 2024. It's going to take money, and this may be the way to do it. Um, just clear my mind, you know, recharge, and we'll be back. Believe me, with a lot of programs, more programs than you can probably listen to, and that and that's a fact. Uh, most people will never be able to listen to the full marathon that we do. There's just not enough hours in the day. So why do we do them? I can't help myself. It's what God called me to do, and we put it out there. And maybe one day, uh, you'll get to some of it that maybe you can't get to right now, and you'll be thankful that it was there, and I'll be thankful that we we recorded it, and uh, it'll be for somebody. You know, it's like a a smorgasbord. There's something for everybody, and uh, praise the Lord that we have this opportunity to do it. Uh, plenty of content coming. You know, as I'm um, restoring these earlier episodes we've done, back to episode one, work my way forward, I'm calling them the Reloaded. There's some amazing programs out there. And uh, I'm only up to, I don't think I've hit 200 yet. And I'm thinking, Lord, we got 10,000. Now, after about the first 1,000 shows, it's going to be very easy. Um, I won't have to do as much work on them. Because uh, we we began to get uh, better technology and uh, recordings get a lot better, they improve with time. But still, that's a lot of shows. Ten thousand six hundred to date. It's a world record as far as I know. Praise the Lord Jesus for that. Apart from Him, we can't do anything. So I don't boast in myself. Give the praise to the Lord Jesus. But it's a mountain of episodes, and they're going to get uh, posted. So be patient with me. They're all free. We're not going to charge. Thought about doing a uh, subscription plan, decided that's not a good idea. No, we're going to continue until the end. It's going to be free. And um, help yourself to omegaman.podbean.com is the main hub where you can go to get them. SoundCloud Blog Talk no longer carry the shows for various reasons. But Podbean was something I really was looking for for a while, something that had an app. And we can, of course, load programs in there, and I can sort them by date. Uh, I've got things I can do with that that I couldn't do with SoundCloud, for example. And um, Blog Talk nor SoundCloud had really a good app. I don't think Blog Talk had one at all. Uh, but we've got one now, and uh, help yourself to it and and the programs. And I'm going to uh, be uploading new ones every week from the Reloaded series till we get them all up there. It'll be a while, though, because that's a lot of shows we've got to upload. So bear with me. Um, but praise the Lord. Uh, that's a good problem to have. Got plenty of great content. And most of the stuff we've done over the years is not news programs, which will be dated. You know, Who wants to hear a program on yesterday's news? Now, there'll be some that we did around time of politics and so forth. And But, uh, man, there's a lot of great teaching, deliverance, open lines, Big feast. Help yourself. So the plan is we're going to be back January 1 uh, with new shows, new guests, uh, new schedule. I'm still working that out, but I think it's just going to be um, where we'll do evening programs, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 Eastern. And then um, we will have a day of the week that we, we 
put all of our international shows probably on that day and do some morning programs uh, for the sake of the uh, the guests that are in different time zone coming on with me. Okay, so more information on, on that to come. Uh, I did already book our first guest for January, Ivory Hopkins. Looking forward to that program and many more that we're going to be able to do. Praise the Lord. So we're coming back. Um, and I think that's it for announcements right now. Uh, we are on um, YouTube doing some shorts. Where else? I've got an Instagram channel. And uh, if you'd like to follow the um, the remake diet that I'm uh, giving updates on and some of the things that we're doing, help yourself to that. Subscribe to it. Appreciate you coming on board. Check that out. And, uh, yeah, there we are. We're on Facebook, doing some Facebook shorts. So I like that. You only get 60 seconds, though, so you better... <laughs> Uh, be concise in what you want to say. Okay. Okay, we're going to pick up where we left off. Uh, we're over in uh, the book of Judges today. We're going to be in Proverbs, Psalms, and Matthew. God willing. And uh, let me see. We're going to be in Judges chapter 2. Why don't we open up in prayer? Father Yehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for today. This is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over everyone tuning in, myself and our families. We invite the Holy Spirit to come. Holy Spirit of God, we ask that you would give us wisdom and knowledge and understanding of your word. Unlock it for us. Reveal levels of it that we have not seen before. God, you said, ask of me and I shall show you things that you know not. Well, we're asking you tonight, I am, and those that would agree with me. Uh, Show us things that we know not. Reveal your deeper mysteries to us. We ask this in the mighty name of Jesus. We also, right now, put Satan and every demonic spirit out there that is coming against any of us. I'll notice we're attacking you tonight from our position of authority seated with the Lord Jesus Christ in the highest of the heavenlies. And we're going to send the word of God forth internationally. Whoever wants to listen to it. And we bind you, you foul, wicked demons. Every wicked spirit that would come against us, we bind you and rebuke you and command you to let people go. Get out in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Put a hedge protection wall fire from Zechariah 2 and 5. Around us all, we plead the blood of Jesus over all of us and our minds and our family. Again, we lift up Prophet Scott and Lathrop to you tonight. God, continue sending in ministering angels to him. Touch him, Lord. Let him make a complete recovery. We rebuke the spirit of death. Command it to leave his home in the name of Jesus Christ. He will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, I was back at the gym today after a couple days down. Didn't feel good for a few days. Uh side effects are probably caffeine poisoning uh, I drank too much cappuccino and did not get enough sleep and it began to uh, give me uh, give me some problems like I said dear Lord maybe I pushed it too far had what I thought was the beginning of a little bit of chest pain of course it was on the left side not right in the center of the heart but still concerned me I said I don't know if that's a gas bubble 
if that could be some ischemic issue. Now, you know when you drink caffeine, it doesn't have to be coffee. It can be tea. It can be green tea. That stuff's very potent, by the way. You will constrict your blood flow by up to 27%, according to some reports that I've read. It's not good. There's other problems. Uh, There's more negatives than there are positives. And whether or not you drink it, that's for you to decide. But I can't drink just a little bit. I tried. I tried half a cup and half a cup. just didn't work. I like cappuccino too much. And um, it it was having an effect on me. I broke out in cold sweats one night. And I don't know if that was related or it's because of the humidity here. I don't know. But that worried me. Only thing left would have been to have pain in the left arm. Thank God that didn't happen, but it was uh, it was worrisome. And I said, Lord God, this is the last thing I need to worry about. Don't need a heart attack. No way. So I repented. I said, Lord, forgive me. I've not used wisdom. I've been wanting to get off this and kick it once and for all, and I have drank coffee, got off, back on, back on. You know, I've been saying it. You know, this is the last really vice that I need to give up. And uh, got to the point. I said, uh, got to choose. Life or death. Coffee or longevity. And I said, Lord Jesus, heal me. I will get back to doing what you've asked me to do, reading your word, speak your words, what you commissioned me to do. And uh, I will let go of the coffee once and for all. I made a vow. And you don't make a vow and not keep it. You get in trouble. Better not to have made a vow than to make one and break it with the Lord. But I said, Lord, heal me. I will do, do the program every day. I will endeavor to do it every day. And I am dropping coffee. I'm, I'm done with caffeine. In all forms. Tea included. I'm done. And that was three days ago. Uh, that I had my last cup of cappuccino. And I tell you what, all the pain went away. No problems today. Got up. Ended up going to the gym. Treadmill, bike, 4 by 4 with the weights. Felt great. Lord healed me. And I'm going to keep my end of the bargain. And I'm going to leave coffee in the rear. Coffee is dead to me. Um, not to mention... I don't drink it black, as I mentioned yesterday. It's got to be with cream and sugar and peanut butter colored. So that's not helping it, me with my plan to lose 50 pounds in 2024. Now, praise the Lord. One of my biggest enemies has been slate. And uh, caffeine is a drug. Sure is. Well, I'm, I'm free. Thank you. Jesus. And sadly, many times um, people don't make a change until there's pain involved. And let's just pray that you and I don't wait till late and then you get a sickness as unto death. You know, there is forgiveness at the cross, there is mercy at the cross, but let's not push push the mercy of God too far. Uh, I praise the Lord, He had mercy on me and healed me and doing great and I I can do without that coffee I'm done with it do I have energy yes 
You can get energy other ways. Drink a lot of water. Ubiquinol CoQ10, B-complex. That does it for me. Okay. Let's get to the word. So I just want to praise the Lord that they give a testimony. Uh, growing up in the church on a Wednesday night, uh, it would be a little bit looser than on a Sunday morning. And of course, there would be some music. You wouldn't have as many people on Wednesday night at church as there were on Sundays. Granddad, if I was going to his church, he would preach. And uh, sometimes they would have testify night, you know. Anybody want to testify? And So what the Lord has done for them, and they pass the microphone around. And Yeah, Brother Weber, I'd like to testify tonight. The Lord, you know, delivered me, healed me, saved my marriage, whatever. So I'm just testifying tonight. Praise the Lord on a Thursday night. Well, we're going to read Judges chapter 2. Now, just to bring you up to speed and where we're at, Moses has died. The Lord has taken him home. And Joshua has led the children of Israel over the river Jordan into Canaan and fought many battles and divvied up the land. Gaza went to the tribe of Judah. We read that. Still belongs to them today. Doesn't belong to the PLO or Palestinians belongs to the Jews it's in the word of God are you going to agree with the word of God or not you have to make that decision it's for me and my house we agree with the Lord and his word okay Joshua has done his job he's lived to a ripe old age and he has given some instructions what the children of Israel must do. They want the blessing. What they're not to do. And he went home to be with the Lord. Well, from the beginning, Israel has not done everything that Lord, that the Lord wanted them to do. He told them to take the land and drive the inhabitants out of it. And they didn't complete that job. Now we find ourselves at chapter 2 of Judges, and an angel of Yehovah came up from Gilgal to Boshim and said, I made you to go up out of Egypt and have brought you unto the land which I swear unto your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you. And you shall make no league with the inhabitants of this land. Ye shall throw down their altars, but ye have not obeyed my voice. Why have ye done this? Now, for those that uh, don't fancy the King James Bible, and you don't like the ye's and the these and thys and thous, I wish someone had explained it to me also in the beginning. The reason for those pronouns, not that I had any dislike for the King James, I've read it my whole life. It's all that I know. And I've looked at other versions and I see issues with them. But, Although I accepted that was the King James English, there's a reason for it. Right here, the angel of the Lord of Yehovah is speaking to someone. Is he speaking to an individual? Is he speaking to a group of people? I think that's important, don't you? And when you look at the text, 
of the original scriptures the Bible is written in it was written in Hebrew for the Old Testament there's a little bit of Aramaic it said and then Greek for the New Testament at least that's what we've thought was the way it was done now there may be some evidence that's coming forth that originally it was written in Hebrew too many many of the books of the New Testament then translated into Greek in either situation Hebrew or Greek they have male and female for words there's singular and plural for a word and when you're going to translate this into English you want to be exact don't you don't we want to know exactly who the speaker is talking to well without these pronouns we would not have a correct transmittal and it's very easy once you know the key ye is plural thee thy and thou is singular so when the angel of Yahovah says why have ye done this he's talking to the whole group Wherefore I also said I will not drive them out from before you, but they shall be as thorns in your sides, and their gods shall be a snare unto you. And it shall come to pass when the angel of Yahovah spake these words unto all the children of Israel that the people lifted up their voice and wept. And they called the name of that place Boshim, or is it Bochim? I don't know. And they sacrificed there unto Yahovah. And when Joshua had let the people go, the children of Israel went every man unto his inheritance to possess the land. And the people served Yahovah all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders that outlived Joshua, who had seen all the great works of Yahovah that he did for Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of Yahovah, died being 110 years old. Now that's a good ripe age. 110. There's a guy named Brian Johnson. He's spending $2 million a year. He has it to spend on his health. He's trying to find the fountain of youth. And uh, he's done a pretty good job with the scientists and the doctors that he has on staff that, that test and probe every facet of his life. He's on a special regimen, goes to bed at like uh, 8 o'clock every night, gets up, eats in like a four-hour window, takes about 120 pills a day. He does all these diagnostics on his body, and he says, for every year, four of those months are, are free for me because I've slowed down the aging clock. Now, he's trying to get to 120. And uh, that probably is the max. Give or take some. What quality of life you'll have at 120, I don't know. But Moses had a great quality of life, and so did Joshua, the son of Nun. He lived to be 110. Most people don't make it that far, though. They make it to 70. If you're real blessed, 80. And uh, beyond that, gravy. Of course, there are people that are trying to live forever. 
and uh, it's futile. The only way to live forever is through the Lord Jesus Christ, and these bodies that we're in are not going to live forever. But our spirit man can, our soul, can be with the Lord forever. We can get a new glorified body. You want to live forever, you've got to know the Lord Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. But be that as it may, Joshua dies. We're all going to die unless the Lord comes back to take us first. At the last trump, if we can live that, that far, his day had come, 110 years old. And they buried him in the border of his inheritance in Timnatheres, in the Mount of Ephraim, on the north side of the hill Gash. And speaking of death, you know, I know I'm going to die. You're going to die. I just don't want to die prematurely. And I certainly don't want to send myself to an early grave poisoning myself with caffeine because that's what it did to me. Drink too much. Go down to Panera Bread. Get the supercharged lemonade. No, don't do that. It's got 98 grams of sugar in it. It's got three to 400, I think it's got almost 400 milligrams of caffeine. It's like drinking... Uh, was it four or six of those big cups of coffee or, you know, four to six Red Bull? There's a guy who just put it all out and half the cup was filled with sugar. Or it's going to be a third of the cup. It's a killer. One college student took it and killed him. It gave him a heart attack. And there's a warning on there. You know, not for children and uh, if you're sensitive to caffeine, you know, better not drink it. You can poison yourself. You can deep six yourself before your time. I don't want to die before my time. I got too much to live for and got to do. Got to get my children set. How about you? I got to finish the work the Lord has given me. How about you? Don't you want to live? Why should we die before our time? I'm going for 120. Should the Lord tarry? You know, I'll take 110. My granny, great granny, lived 104. I'd like to hit that mark well Joshua's time's up they gathered him unto his fathers it means they buried him with his fathers and uh, there rose another generation after them which knew not Yahovah nor yet the works which he had done for Israel and the children of Israel did evil in the sight of Yehovah and served Balaam. And they forsook Yehovah God of their fathers which brought them out of the land of Egypt and followed other gods of the gods of the people that were round about them and bowed themselves unto them. That's idolatry. That's breaking the Ten Commandments right there. That's to worship other gods. I've warned people that have come to Bali don't go into the temples. They're going to make you put on a special, I think it's called a sarong. It's like a dress or a belt. Make you take your shoes off. Some of these places. They're going to want to anoint you with a some kind of ceremonial oil. Don't go into these sacred baths. And people go to bathe in them. They think that's going to impute some kind of health to them or blessing. You're cursing yourself. 
We're not to bow down to other gods. Ten Commandments says, Thou shalt have no other god before me. And when we bow down to these gods, it's an abomination. brings a curse. There's a curse for people to go into Freemasonry. They submit to the gods of the temple, the demons. And if you submitted to one, you've submitted to them all. As far as God's concerned, you may not be a 33rd degree Mason, but because you submitted to the lower level demons, they come under the control of uh, Ahura Mazda, the one at the top, reported to be the same one that fought uh, Daniel, the prince of Persia. That's just another name for him. It's idolatry. You're bowing down to another god. If you go to a fortune teller, even a better example, you are submitting yourself to a demon, to that medium, to tell you about your future. Now, the demon is going to lie, doesn't know your future. It's going to deceive you. Because you have submitted to them, you're worshiping those gods. That's what God construes that as doing. It's idolatry. It's witchcraft. You come under a curse. And you curse not only yourself, but your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, down to three and four generations. So clearly, this is what they were doing. They forsook Yehovah and served Baal and Ashtaroth. And the anger of Yahovah was hot against Israel. And he delivered them into the hands of the spoilers that spoiled them. You know, you and I can be delivered into the hands of the spoilers. Sure can. Devil spoil you. He comes to kill, steal, that's being spoiled, and destroy. devil come and, rebu- and devour your finances too. Could devour your health. We don't want to be spoiled. We need to spoil those demons. Do I hear an amen? We can if we obey the Lord. And he delivered them into the hands of the spoilers that spoiled them. And he sold them into the hands of the enemies round about. They went into slavery so that they could not any longer stand before their enemies. Folks, our country of America is being spoiled. It's being spoiled by those that are coming in illegally, by the millions. By the millions now. And by other countries. We've got leaders who are selling America bit by bit to the communist. Could come a time where we won't be able to stand for our enemies. Comes time where we get invaded, according to the Dmitry Dudeman prophecy. Let's hope that's a long time off. It says, Whithersoever they went out, the hand of Yahovah was against them for evil. 
They were cursed. Get the book, The Blessing of the Curse. You choose. I just finished it by Derek Prince. It's a great primer on The Blessing of the Curse. I need to reread it a couple times to absorb it all. The hand of Yahovah was against him for evil. Why? Because they broke his commandments. He cursed them. And that can happen to you and I today. It's important to read the word so we know what God expects of us. We need to obey the Lord. Come under the blessing and not the curse. There's a lot of ways people can come under the curse. You can rob God. You can worship other gods. You can mistreat your mom and dad, and that can shorten your life. Instead of honoring them, we dishonor them. A lot of ways to be cursed. Or we can choose to obey God and get the blessing. I want the blessing myself. How about you? I paid enough high price for a lot of low living. Ten Commandments still for today. And a lot of the Old Testament that we're reading, where God is issuing a decree, putting forth an ordinance, a commandment, a statute, a lot of that's still active today. I don't care what people say. God has not rescinded it. Certain things, of course, only apply to temple worship. Well, you won't be required to offer temple worship today and sacrifice, but other things that we're still accountable for. Blessing Israel. If you want to be blessed. Work to steal their land, you come under the curse. You support the PLO on this time? And think that they should have a piece of the land that God gave Judah? He gave all Gaza to Judah. If you don't know that, you haven't read the Bible. Or if you've read the Bible and know that and you don't agree with God, you're in some serious trouble. I don't know what to say about that. But there are people that do it. They don't think God is powerful. They don't fear the Lord is the bottom line. Well, Solomon said... Fear and obey the Lord. That's the beginning of wisdom. A lot of things people disregard to their to their demise. Premature death. Come out of the curse. How about sex during menstruation? People talk about that. Have you ever heard anybody talk about that? A lot of people disregard the rule. Most wait seven days. As I've read it. From the time the menstruation starts... Before you have relations. There's people who just th- throw that to the wind. They act like a dog. They're going to get in love any time they want, even during menstruation. Now, that's a gross subject, but there's people doing it, and a curse can come on you, a penile cancer and vaginal cancer. There's a proliferation of all types of uh, problems, feminine problems that ladies got and men got. And you have to ask yourself, are they having sex during menstruation? Come under a curse. God mentions that one three times. That's one you don't hear anybody talking about. <laughs> but it's in there. They should. And you got people that say, well, that's not for today. That's not the New Testament. Listen, Jesus said, not one jot nor one tittle shall any wise pass from law until all these things be fulfilled. 
We haven't seen the fulfillment yet of everything. We need to get in there and read the Word and study it and show ourselves approved and obey it. A lot of things in there we're, we're disregarding. I don't want to be one of them. I want the blessing and not the curse. How about you? Just saying. And then we wonder why we have problems. Baldness in women is a curse. There are curses uh, that will come on countries. And they get drought and mold, black mold. Can you think of some place that got that? They're cursed. Skin diseases, the itch, the botch. Is that what it's called, the itch? There's all types of things. Uh, barrenness, infertility, it could be with a man too, is a curse many times. God said be fruitful and multiply. Many times a curse needs to be broken. Get the book, The Blessing of the Curse You Choose. It's an eye-opener. And what's cool about it is, as you're going through it, you can just stop right there and pray. I was reading, I'm on the treadmill, and all of a sudden, he gets to a point where they give you a uh, the antidote for the sin we may have committed, and we just deal with it right there. Repent, break that curse in Jesus' name. Then there's a more encompassing uh, prayer at the end of the book. You can pray, which I prayed in 2005, version of it with my brothers, because God had spoken to me in a dream. Spoke to my brothers too in other ways, but to me, he spoke in a dream. I heard the voice of God. You and your brother Damon have a generational curse you need to break. Well, we had a curse, all right. Freemasonry was in the bloodline on my dad's side. Divorce. Adultery. Some whoremongering. That means going into prostitutes. And uh, biggest so is Freemasonry. And it was killing people took my great-grandfather out at 52 took my granddad out at 58 and he wasn't even involved in Freemasonry nor was my father who died at 57 but they were killed never broke the curse we had to do it or we'd be the next victims and so we did it and my prayer even today is Lord if there's something we missed show me so we can deal with it I want the blessing and not the curse amen it's not trying to condemn anybody, but it's just trying to preach the truth. The, the truth will set us free. There is now, therefore, no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, it says, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. We need to obey God's Word. And we don't have enough preaching out there calling people to repentance. There is no salvation without repentance goes hand in hand we've got to confess our sins renounce him repent ask Jesus to forgive us invite him into our heart and then follow him and endure till the end if we want to be saved that's what it says he that endureth until the end the same shall be saved let's keep going it's not once saved always saved 
I know people that were saved spoke in, the, in tongues and then they fell into adultery and went into prostitutes. You know some of the same people. They didn't repent, they'd bust hell wide open. There have been some that served the Lord, got filled with the Holy Spirit, backslide, went into hell. It can happen. Don't ever let your guard down. This is a fight till the finish. He that endureth into the end, the same shall be saved. The enemy will try to take you and I out up to the very end. Want you to suicide even if things get too bad and kill yourself. That's a one-way ticket to hell. Don't let anybody talk you into suicide. Well, God will understand. I just got too much on me to bear. You need to go back and read the word. It says, thou shalt not murder. One of the Ten Commandments, that includes yourself. That's one sin that you can't repent of because you've done it. How are you going to repent? You're dead. You can come up with the other sins. You can pay a price for them. Don't do it. recommend you do them. But you can repent and be forgiven. How are you going to repent for killing yourself? Too late. The devil talked you right into hell. Don't do it. Well, God's the ultimate judge. I wouldn't want to risk that one. Hoping he would understand. Don't do it. You've done the job of the devil yourself. Killed your own self. Did you did his job for him? Don't fall into that trap. Jesus said, All ye are heavy and laden burden and heavy laden. Let me get that verse. I don't want to butcher it. Come to me, all ye that are heavy and laden. That's the verse, right? Let me get over to Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto me, all ye. That's talking about every one of us. That labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. That's the answer right there. Well, they did evil in the sight of Yahovah and served Balaam. Verse 12. And they forsook Yahovah, God of their fathers, which brought them out of the land of Egypt, and followed other gods of the gods of the people, the little G's, that were round about them and bowed themselves unto them and provoked Yahovah to anger. I have some neighbors here that are worshiping other gods, and if I went out there and offered sacrifice like they're doing, I'd find myself in the same shape. Provoke Yahovah to, to wrath, and I would curse myself by worshiping other gods. And they forsook Yahovah, served Baal, Ashtaroth. Again, and the anger of Yahovah was hot against Israel, and he delivered them into the hands of the spoilers. Okay, I've read that. Let me jump down. Whithersoever they went out, verse 15, the hand of Yahovah was against them for evil. God didn't relent. He punished them. As Yahovah had said, and as Yahovah had sworn unto them, he, he swore to them. You better serve me, he said. Paraphrased. Obey my commandments. Disobey, and you're going to pay for it. And they were greatly distressed. Of course they were. Nevertheless, Yahovah raised up judges, which delivered them out of the hand of those that spoiled them. Even though they had, you know, done abominable things, God still showed some mercy. Praise God for that. 
but we don't want to push our luck, so to speak. We don't we don't want to provoke the Lord to wrath. And yet they would not hearken unto their judges. But they went a whoring after other gods. Whoring. They went all in defiling themselves. Like a man with a hoe. And bowed themselves unto them. They turned quickly out of the way which their fathers walked in obeying the commandments of Yahovah, but they did not so. And when Yahovah raised them up judges, then Yahovah was with the judge and delivered them out of the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge, for it repented Yahovah because of their groanings by reason of them that oppressed them and vexed them. And it came to pass when the judge was dead, that they returned and corrupted themselves more than their fathers. They just waxed worse in following other gods to serve them and to bow down unto them. They ceased not from their own doings nor from their stubborn way. And the anger of Yahovah was hot against Israel. That's scary. get God so angry his anger waxes hot God is an all consuming fire there's people that got him angry and they're going to pay in the lake of fire they had till the breath left their body repent they did not do so they're in hell tonight and they will go to the lake of fire everybody goes to hell go in the lake of fire there's no way out well, you're dead and buried now there have been some near-death experiences, people died, you know, on the operating table, etc. Brian Melvin's one of them that we know. Had that heart attack. uh, Drinking that poison water. I think he suffered complete dehydration. He had the screaming shiats in German. It came out both sides until there's nothing left to come out. And he just, his heart stopped. Went into hell. And God brought him back. He was an atheist. God in his mercy. They hadn't buried him yet, though. I wouldn't push your your luck there and say, well, maybe God will give me a deathbed experience. Maybe he won't. By the mercy of God, Brian came back to tell the tale. And he wrote a book on it, and he tells his story, testimony every chance he can. But there's people that are dead tonight. Ryan O'Neill's one of them. I don't know where he's at. But if you didn't know the Lord Jesus Christ, that actor, who made a lot of great movies, married to Farrah Fawcett, he's in hell. Suzanne Summer, too. If she didn't know Jesus. And I never heard any of them give testimony of their faith in God. Never mentioned Jesus, so I can probably assume they went right into hell. Only two opportun- two options. You either know Jesus Christ, He's your Lord and Savior. The time of your death, and you go with Him. 
or the death angel comes takes you to hell which is the biggest prison on planet earth it's in the bowels of the earth supermax prison no escaping from there demons got you there is no Geneva Convention down there they don't give you three square meals a day give you a uniform and give you something to drink but you take college but you have a phone call but you order stuff from the commissary there's no water in hell there's no mercy in hell and the demons once they got you they do whatever they want with you what do you think causes people to rape one another demons murder serial killers those spirits those are spirits behind those acts and those spirits are in hell they can do all those things your worst nightmare is a reality down there Adolf Hitler's down there every day he goes to the gas chambers gets shot get goes to the different tortures that happen to the Jewish people then he goes into the the ovens alive he's in a torture cell day and night burning and he hasn't even gotten to the lake of fire yet God's not one to mess with nor mercy and grace of the Lord Jesus Christ today's a day of salvation not tomorrow today's the day to choose whom we're going to serve either choose the Lord or Satan is your father by default heard one person say well don't you know we're all God's children no we're not it's a choice Bible's very clear about that God's not your father Satan is it's a choice are we going to go all in for the Lord Jesus Christ and if we want to do our own thing and live our own way then Satan is your father there's many would Satan is their father whether they know, realize it or not whether they acknowledge him or not and there's some that do acknowledge Satan and they're deceived I would use a, a stronger word but I don't want to call him a fool but it's just deception we pray that they repent before it's too late there is an opportunity for people to repent pray God gives them mercy opens their eyes before it's too late but the Israelites are in some serious trouble they are not serving God or obeying him and for this they're under oppression and being vexed verse 20 and the anger of Yahovah was hot against Israel and he said because that this people hath transgressed my covenant which I commanded their fathers and have not hearkened unto my voice they haven't listened to me and obeyed me and what I instructed for all to do through the covenant I made with their fathers, I also will not henceforth drive out any from before them of the nations which Joshua left when he died, that through them I may prove Israel, whether they will keep the way of Yahovah to walk therein, as their fathers did keep it or not. 
Therefore Yahovah left those nations without driving them out hastily. Neither delivered he them into the hand of Joshua. I'm going to stop there uh, in the book of Joshua. Okay, so today we read Joshua 2. Okay, today's the 14th, isn't it? December? Let's go to... um, Let's go to... um, That's heavy, isn't it? Well, it's it's a warning to us. It'll happen to you and I today if we don't obey God. We can have the blessing and the curse. What do you want? Proverbs chapter 14. We're going to read a proverb today. Every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. He that walketh in his uprightness fears Yahovah, but he that is perverse in his ways despiseth him. In the mouth of the foolish is a rod of pride. But the lips of the wise shall preserve them. Where no oxen are, the crib is clean. But much increase is by the strength of the ox. A faithful witness will not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. A scorner seeketh wisdom, and findeth it not. But knowledge is easy unto him that understandeth. Go from the presence of a foolish man, when thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit, deception. Fools make a mock at sin, but among the righteous there is favor. The heart knoweth his own bitterness, and a stranger doth not intermeddle with his joy. The house of the wicked shall be overthrown, but the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Even in laughter the heart is sorrowful, and the end of that mirth is heaviness. The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways, and a good man shall be satisfied from himself. The simple believeth every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his going. A wise man fears, and departs from evil, but the fool rageth, and is confident. He that is soon angry dealeth foolishly, and a man of wicked devices is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil bow before the good, and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor is hated even of his neighbor, but the rich hath many friends. He that despiseth his neighbor sins, but he that hath mercy on the poor, happy is he. Do they not err that devise evil? But mercy and truth shall be to them that devise good. Excuse me. In all labor there is profit, but the talk of the lips tendeth only to penury. That's a word I need to look up there. I think that's poverty. Penury means 
Yeah, extreme poverty, destitution. Extreme poverty. I can tell you one time I was so poor I didn't uh, couldn't afford a broom. I had to pick up any trash on the floor with two pieces of paper. That's that's poverty. And I was in that situation because of some stupid decisions I made. You take for granted a broom, but what if you can't afford a broom? What would you do? The crown of the wise is their riches. But the foolishness of fools is folly. A true witness delivereth souls. But a deceitful witness speaketh lies. In the fear of Yahovah is strong confidence. And his children shall have a pledge of refuge. The fear of Yahovah is a fountain of life. To depart from the snares of death. In the multitude of people is the king's honor, but in the want of people is the destruction of the prince. He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding, but he that is hasty of spirit exalteth folly. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy the rottenness of the bones. He that oppresseth the poor Reproacheth his maker. But he that honoreth him hath mercy on the poor. The wicked is driven away in his wickedness, but the righteous hath hope in his death. Wisdom resteth in the heart of him that hath understanding. But that which is in the midst of fools is made known. Righteousness Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. The king's favor is toward a wise servant, but his wrath is against him that causeth shame. Okay. We read Proverbs 14. Let's go to Psalms. We're going to try to read five Psalms a day and be through the book of Psalms in a month. You can do it. Just five psalms a day. Today's 14th, right? Is today the 14th? Wait a minute. Yeah, it is the 14th. Okay. Yes, I'm sorry. 14th. So we're going to go to Psalms Psalms 14. To the chief musician, a psalm of David. The fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. Yahovah looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and seek God. I wonder if he looks on us today in that way. Have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge? Who eat up my people as ate bread and call not upon Yahovah? There were they in great fear, for God is in the generation of the righteous. Ye have shamed the counsel of the poor, because Yahovah is his refuge. Oh, that the salvation of Israel were come out of Zion, when Yahovah bringeth back the captivity of his people. 
Jacob shall rejoice and Israel shall be glad. And that's happening. <clears throat> Since, uh, you know, 1948 and before, the Jews began to return to the land out of captivity, if you will. That's how they ended up all over the world. They were taken captive. God's freeing them and he's bringing them back to the land that he promised them to give them as possession for their inheritance. Okay. We want to go to Psalm 44. I just take the current starting point. I usually synchronize with the calendar, whatever day I'm on. I'll read that psalm and you can read five more. Just add 32 at each time. So we'll go to Psalm 44. To the chief musician for the sons of Korah, Mashal. We have heard with our ears, O God. Our fathers have told us what work thou did in their days, in the times of old. How thou did drive out the heathen with thy hand, and planted them. How thou did afflict the people and cast them out. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword. Neither did their own arm save them, but thy right hand of thy, thine arm and the light of thy countenance, because thou hast a favor unto them. Thou art my king, O God, command deliverances for Jacob. Through thee we will push down our enemies. Through thy name will we tread them under that rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow, neither shall my sword save me. But thou hast saved us from our enemies, and hast put them to shame that hated us. And God, we boast all the day long, and praise thy name forever, Selah. Yeah, I praise God tonight. How about you? But thou hast cast off, and put us to shame, and goest not forth with our armies. Thou makest us to turn back from the enemy, and they which hate us spoil for themselves. Thou hast given us like sheep appointed for meat, and hast scattered us among the heathen. Thou sellest thy people for nothing, for naught, and dost not increase thy wealth by their price. Thou makest us a reproach to our neighbors, a scorn, a derision to them that are round about us. Thou makest us a byword among the heathen, a shaking of the head among the people. My confusion is continually before me, and the shame of my face hath covered me. For the voice of him that reproacheth and blasphemeth, by reason of the enemy and avenger, all this has come upon us, yet have we not forgotten thee, neither have we dealt falsely in thy covenant. Our heart is not turned back, neither have our steps declined from thy way. Though thou hast sore broken us in the place of dragons, and covered us with the shadow of death. If we have forgotten the name of our God, or stretched out our hands to a strange God. Folks, a lot of people today have forgotten the name of God, or they didn't know it to begin with. I'm so glad I discovered it. I wasn't the one who found it, but I'm so glad that I now know the name. Yehovah. We got at least three or four times in the, the King James, but they weren't consistent about it. But God is a title for three individuals. 
who are all God, but they're three distinct individuals, the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. And the, they each have a name. You know the Son, that's Jesus Christ, and the Holy, Holy Ghost, of course. And then there's the Father, Yehovah, Y-E-H-O-V-A-H. Yes, I've not forgotten his name. Or stretched out our hands to a strange God. Now, because people don't know the name, some may think that they're worshiping God when they say Allah. But that's just not the case. Allah has no son. Allah is not God of the Bible. He's one of 365 gods, and he was chosen by Muhammad to be venerated. Allah, that is, who has no son. It's a little g. It's not the God of the Bible whose son is Jesus Christ. It's important to know the name of your God so you know who we're worshiping. People, a lot of people say, I believe in God. What God? Hare Krishna? Buddha? Kim Il-sung? Kim Il-jung, rather? Ram? I could go on and name a dozen different demons. Do you know the name of God and his son? If you can tell, Proverbs asked that riddle. Shall not God search this out, for he knoweth the secrets of the heart? Yea, for thy sake are we killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, why sleepest thou? O Lord, arise, cast us not off forever. Wherefore hidest thou thy face, and forgettest our affliction and our oppression? For the soul is bowed down to the dust. Our belly cleaveth unto the earth. Arise for our help and redeem us for thy mercy's sake. Okay, we're reading Proverb fourteen forty four. We're going to go to Psalm seventy four in a minute, but I think uh let's go back to another song here. I need to step up and uh, get some water, and we'll be back here in just a minute. You're listening to a live program here on Thursday, December 14th, 2023. Peter Furler, I'm Alive. That's from 11 years ago. What kind of music is he making today? Got to go look in on him. Well, we're over in the book of Psalms. We just read Psalm excuse me, Proverbs. Wait a minute, where are we at? No, I'm sorry, Psalms, that's right. We read uh, Proverbs 14, then we read Psalms 14, Psalm 44, let's go to Psalm 74, we just add 30 to it. Okay, this uh, reading system was taught to me by John Gogan and Joseph Jasinski, they both use it. Okay, Psalm 74. Mashal of Asaph. O God, why hast thou cast us off forever? Why doth thine anger smoke around the sheep of thy pasture? Remember thy congregation which thou hast purchased of old, the rod of thine inheritance which thou hast redeemed, this Mount Zion, wherein thou hast dwelt, Folks, once again, you're going to see the word Zion. 
every time you read about Zion, it's God's holy hill where Jesus Christ is going to come back and rule and reign from. It's where God has dwelt. That's over there where the the ark of God was, Mount Zion, Salma's temple. In that area. And people use it in a derogatory manner. They say the Zionist, some worldwide Jewish conspiracy. Folks, these are people who are of their father, Satan. I don't care what they profess to be. A patriot or a Christian? No, you'll know them by their fruits. And their fruits are bitter gall and hatred of the Jewish people. Jealousy, hatred. And they want you to believe that there's some master scheme by the Zionist. You want to be a Zionist. I'm a Zionist. If you love God, you love the Jewish people, and you love Israel, and you want to be there with Jesus Christ who rules and reigns from Mount Zion, God's holy hill, says, wherein thou hast dwelt. True definition of Zionist is anyone who believes that the Jewish people have a right to all the land that God has given them, including Jerusalem as their capital. That's That's a true definition of a Zionist. A right to the land that God gave the Jewish people. He dated to them. The arrogance, the folly of people to think that they can tell God what he can do with his land. And they can override God. That's what they're trying to do. And give some of the land away. Don't get in God's way. You will be destroyed if you do not repent for judgment falls. Better stand with Israel and be blessed if you're standing against Zion, the Zionist, those who were given the land, the Jewish people. We just read yesterday they were given, Judah was given Gaza. All this land was sliced up by order of the Lord and his decrees through Moses and Joshua who instructed to divvy up the land. Very specific, the land deed. Any question, go to the Bible and read it. It's right over there. In Joshua. It's all there. Now the question is, are you going to stand with God or against him? You're going to stand with Israel and it's right to its land or not. That's what a Zionist is. I gladly call myself a Zionist because I stand with Israel and it's right to all the land that God deeded them. They shouldn't give up an inch. Sadly, they've been forced 
to give up for the time being much of their property, including Jordan, which belongs to them. And Gaza by America, the United Nations, back in 2005, and there's groups right now that want want them to come to an agreement and give land away for peace. Folks, that'll bring destruction on those who call for that. It'll bring a curse, I'm here to tell you. You're not blessing Israel by taking the land away. There's going to be many people that are going to go right into hell. They call themselves Christians. When it came down to it, they stood against Israel. And you're actually standing on the side of Goliath. And you know what happened to Goliath? It'll happen to you too. They stand unconditionally with Israel and the Jewish people and the right to all the land. It matters not to me what certain individuals may be doing. God will deal with them. There's sin everywhere. God knows how to deal with sin in the camp. But let Israel have all that God gave them as a possession. It's their inheritance. How would you like to inherit something from your father? And then someone come along later and say, no, that's just not right. You can't have it. I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to give some of the land to someone that's not even your family. To give it to a stranger. How would you feel? You wouldn't like it all, would you? That's what people are asking Israel to do. But you see, people don't believe God exists. They don't believe the Bible is real. And that's where they're, they're deceived. Word of God is will stand with the earth's on fire. We're going to be judged by that book called the Bible. That's why you and I better know it. Know what God expects of us. Know what's permissible, what's not. Because there's a blessing if we obey the Lord and there's a curse on us if we don't. Bottom line. Don't worry about witches cursing you. Worry that you have come under the curse of the living God by disobeying His word. Curse causa shall not come. And we don't preach enough about this in the church that we need to obey the Lord. Repent of our sins. So we can have the blessing of God in our life and our families. Not disobeying Him. Not seeing how far we can get away and his permissive will or push the limits some people push on over they'll break that hedge and then the viper's going to bite them that's what it says you break that hedge viper going to bite welcome aboard if you're just joining us hello Glennis and Raymond and Jesse and others out there tuning in Um, I do not have a report yet on Prophet Scott other than what he posted yesterday but I do know that he um he saw the video that we did asking people to come together who would and um, believe in faith for his healing. And we're going to continue to do that. Amen. Keep praying for him. So Zion is a good word. Okay. Anybody tells you differently, 
I'd get away from them because they're they're going to be struck by the judgments of God. You don't want to be around them when judgment falls. It says this Mount Zion wherein thou talking about Yahovah has dwelt. Lift up thy feet unto the perpetual desolations, even all that the enemy hath done wickedly in the sanctuary. Thine enemies roar in the midst of thy congregations. They set up their ensigns for signs. A man was famous according as he had lifted up axes upon the thick trees. But now they break down the carved work thereof at once with axes and hammers. They have cast fire into thy sanctuary. They have defiled by casting down the dwelling places of thy name to the ground. They have said in their hearts, Let us destroy them together. They have burned up all the synagogues of God in the land. You know, the Chinese have been doing that. Back during COVID, they torched, I think, over a thousand churches, bulldozed them, destroyed them. Those ones they could find above ground. We see not our signs. There is no more any prophet, neither is there among us any that knoweth how long. O God, how long shall the adversary reproach? Shall the enemy blaspheme thy name forever? Why withdrawest thou thy hand, even thy right hand? Pluck it out of thy bosom, for God is my king of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. Thou didst divide the sea by thy strength. Thou breakest the heads of the dragons in the waters. Thou breakest the heads of Leviathan in pieces and gave him to be meat to the people inhabiting the wilderness. Some years ago we uh, encountered Leviathan. Now there's more than one of them. But one I look at demons with the same name, they're like a family name. You know, there there are many Davises, not just one, there's whatever your surname is. There's many in your clan. Well there are clans of demons. That's really what they are, clans, families. And one of them is Leviathan. Stop it right there. That's uh, episode 159 where we battled Leviathan. And we battled him multiple times in this program. And it was a tough, tough opponent. You need the help of the Lord and his angels. Thing has seven heads. Commands octagon and squid. It's a marine spirit. And it is a tough opponent. 
as people have always told me, you will know when you have fought Leviathan. What an enemy. Verse 14, Thou breakest the heads of Leviathan in pieces and gavest him to be meat to the people inhabiting the wilderness. Now there's a spiritual Leviathan and there is a physical one. I really believe that. And the Bible gives like a whole chapter and description on it in Job. Out of its eyes, the dawn of the morning shoots forth. Oh, man. It's got armor you can't penetrate. But the angels of the Lord can. And uh, they put a meat hook in it. They can chop those scales up, put a meat hook in it, pull it out. But the physical one, I, I wouldn't be surprised there's still one out there in the ocean somewhere some creature it's not an alligator you can get an alligator not a problem Manny Puig will tell you that Let's get his trident just don't hit it in the head it'll bounce off you can you can stick an alligator you can come up there and even flip an alligator and there's a term for it it's not called levitate, but something like that. And uh, it's not an alligator. This is some creature with seven heads. And um, it's out there in the ocean, or, or at least it was. Thou breakest the heads of Leviathan in pieces and gavest him to be meat to the people inhabiting the wilderness. Thou did cleave the fountain and the flood. Thou dried up mighty rivers, the day is thine, the night also is thine. Thou hast prepared the light and the sun. Thou hast set all the borders of the earth, thou hast made summer and winter. Remember this, that the enemy hath reproached, O Yehovah, and that the foolish people have blasphemed thy name. O deliver not the soul of thy turtle dove unto the multitude of the wicked. Forget not the congregation of thy poor forever. Have respect unto the covenant, for the dark places of the earth are full of the habitations of the cruelty, of cruelty. O let not the oppressed return to shame. Let the poor needy praise thy name. Arise, O God, plead thine own cause. Remember how the foolish man reproacheth thee daily. Forget not the voice of thine enemies. The tumult of those that rise up against thee increaseth continually. We're in the book of Psalms. We've got two more to go. Let's go to Psalm 104. Bless Yahovah, O my soul. O Yahovah, my God, thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and majesty, who coverest thyself with light as with a garment who stretcheth out the heavens like a curtain who layeth the beams of his chambers in the waters who maketh the clouds his chariot who walketh upon the wings of the wind who maketh his angels spirits his ministers a flaming fire who laid the foundations of the earth that it should not be removed forever Thou coverest it with the deep as with a garment. The waters stood above the mountains. 
at thy rebuke they fled. At the voice of thy thunder they hasted away. They go up by the mountains, they go down by the valleys unto the place where, which thou hast founded for them. Thou hast set a bound that they may not pass over, that they turn not again to cover the earth. He sendeth the springs into the valleys which run among the hills. They give drink to every beast of the field. The wild asses quench their thirst. By them shall the fowls of the heaven have their habitation, which sing among the branches. He watereth the hills from his chambers. The earth is satisfied with the fruit of thy works. He causeth the grass to grow for the cattle. Did he say corn? Why are we feeding cattle corn? Why to make them fat? People like a fat marble on their steak. They like that Wagyu beef. But it makes the cow sick. And they get diseased and they'll die if they were not shot up with antibiotics and harvested. They're supposed to eat grass. Grass-fed beef. We can't improve on what God ordained. It says, And herb for the service of man, that he may bring forth food out of the earth, and wine that maketh glad the heart of man, and oil to make his face to shine, and bread which strengtheneth man's heart, the trees of Yahovah are full of sap, the cedars of Lebanon which he hath planted, where the birds make their nest as for the stork, the fir trees are her house, the high hills are a refuge for the wild goats, and the rocks for the conies. He appointed the moon for seasons, the sun knoweth his going down. Thou makest darkness, and it is night, wherein all the beasts of the forest do creep forth, The young lions roar after their prey and seek their meat from God. The sun ariseth, they gather themselves together and lay them down in their dens. Man goeth forth unto his work and to his labor until the evening. O Yehovah, how manifold are thy works! In wisdom hast thou made them all. The earth is full of thy riches so is this great and wide sea, wherein are things creeping innumerable, both small and great beast, like the whale and the orcas and the hammerheads. There go the ships. There is that Leviathan whom thou hast made to play therein. These wait all upon thee, that thou may give them their meat in due season that thou givest them thy gather, that thou openest thine hand, they are filled with good, thou hidest thy face, they are troubled, and thou takest away their breath. They die, and return to their dust. If the Lord took away our breath, we would die also and go back to the dust. Don't take your breath for granted. Thou sendest forth thy spirit, they are created, and thou renewest the face of the earth. The glory of Yahovah shall endure forever. 
Yahovah shall rejoice in his works. He looketh on the earth, and it trembles. He touches the hills, and they smoke. I will sing unto Yahovah as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. My meditation of him shall be sweet. I will be glad in Yahovah. You know, I wonder if the forest fires in California are a judgment of the Lord. Now, there are people that are arsons. And there's others that say, well, it's some weapon system. It could be. But have we ever thought that it might be just like it said here? God touches the hills and they smoke. God could be cursing a location. Set it on fire. God does use fire as wrath. He's going to use it for his eternal wrath for those that end up in the lake of fire. It says, There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, and the smoke of the torment ascendeth up day and night forever. Where the fire is not quenched, the worm dieth not, and there's no rest for the wicked. That's why we've got to make heaven. Amen? Don't miss heaven. God is an all-consuming fire. I will sing unto Yahovah as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. My meditation of him shall be sweet. I will be glad in the Lord. Let the sinners be consumed out of the earth. Let the wicked be no more. Blessed thou, bless thou Yahovah, O my soul. Praise ye Yahovah. So we praise Yahovah tonight. In Jesus' name. Psalm 104, we've got one more to go. Psalm 134. Just reading five Psalms. This is a short one. It says, A Song of Degrees. Behold, bless ye Yahovah, all ye servants of Yahovah, which by night stand in the house of Yahovah. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless Yahovah. Yahovah that made heaven and earth, bless thee out of Zion. Don't you want the blessing of the Lord? Then you want to stand with Zion. Praise God. Okay. Well, we read Josh. Read, excuse me. Read Judges too. Oh, I touched the power cord there. We read Proverbs fourteen. We read five Psalms, and now we're going to read one more. We're done. On this edition of Speak My Word, we're going to Matthew. We're going to pick up where we left off. We're in Matthew chapter 2. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, not Bethlehem of Palestine, that area before was called Judea. It should be called that today. That's what it is. But when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, In the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, 
in Bethlehem of Judea. For thus it is written by the prophet, And thou Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily, privately, in private, called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. He had a lot of questions. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go, search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. I received a warning, as I mentioned one time in a dream, regarding generational curses. I treasure that. Any time I've heard from the Lord, most time though it's been through His Word, praying and then open the Bible and He'd give me an answer. It doesn't happen all the time, but I treasure those times that it has. But God spoke to them and warned them, go another way. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeareth to Joseph in a dream. He also got a visit, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be there until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Herod wanted to murder him, murder Jesus. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. And was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. When Herod, then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise man, was exceedingly wroth, he was angry, sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and in all the coast thereof from two years old and under according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Then was saying, excuse me, then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet saying, in Ramah was there a voice heard Lamentation and weeping, and great mourning. Rachel weeping for her children would not be comforted because they are not. But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeareth in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, go into the land of Israel, for they are dead which sought the young child's life. And he arose and took the young child, speaking of Jesus, and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. But when he had heard that Archelaus did reign in Judea in the room of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. 
Notwithstanding, being warned of God in a dream, he turned aside into the parts of Galilee. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. Okay, we're going to stop there. We did pretty good today. Father God, in Jesus' name, thank you for this opportunity to do your word. Thank you for the strength to do it. Thank you for allowing us to be alive another day. Bless everyone that came out or will listen later in the archive. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over us all. Father God, seal your word in our heart. Renew our mind through the hearing of your word. Bless everyone that came out today. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. Friends, thank you for tuning in with me. I'm going to endeavor to be here every day. I do a program called Speak My Word where we go through the Word of God together with some commentary. And um, we're going to restart the marathons uh, January 1. That's when we'll begin to have live guests again. In the meantime, I'm also uh, going to be loading up more of the um, reloaded shows, remastered episodes. There's some great stuff there. If you'd like to check it out, they're free. Go to omegaman.podbean.com to get the MP3s. My main website, of course, omegamanradio.com. I want to thank those who have supported us, uh, even though we haven't been on the air in almost three weeks. I guess it has been three weeks. Thank you for not giving up on us and uh, helping us stay afloat. God richly bless you. Give you great fruit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, friends, for tuning in. And uh, we're going to see you next time right here on Omega Man Radio. Uh, God bless.